I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. So CG, but a nigga stay real though. I'm fly shit, flying ill, I'm running shit. Three point field goal. Rappers used to laugh like I tripped and fell. Cause I don't stun a gold cross like a Christian bell. Yeah, they staring at me jealous cause I do shows bigger, but your looks don't help like an old gold digger. Uncool, but lyrically I'm a stone cold killer. So it's 400 blows for these true foe niggas. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And yes, I do know who Kanye West is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sure you do, buddy. I do. Mm-hmm. The name, the favorite song <laughs> of his that you like. I can't remember. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, well, I'll be. I will be. Um, well, it is, uh, the, the, the 9th of February, Monday. First day after The Walking Dead returns, day walking. We'll recap that on Wednesday mm-hmm. with Justin and and Nina Perez. Woohoo! Yeah, we'll have Nina on too, so should be pretty fun. Yeah, people um, missed her. Yeah, people miss Nina, so we'll get to do some wrapping up with her on Wednesday. Um but today is uh the day after the Grammys, so I'm sure we have to talk about that or else uh, everyone will be disappointed. Yeah, there's plenty to talk about, but yeah, they'll be disappointed. Uh, the Blackout Tips, you can find this show on iTunes or Stitcher to search The Blackout Tips. If you stole someone's iPod or something, now you know how to get back to us. Um, you can also leave us five-star reviews on iTunes or Stitcher. We'll read them as long as we think that they're uh, cool. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. And an unofficial sport... Is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And don't forget, it's not too late to go to tweakedaudio.com and use code TBGWT to get 33% off of some nice earbuds for your loved ones. You know, there's a gift that even when your love fades, it will continue to give for the rest of your life. Uh, it's a lifetime guarantee. Uh, it has free shipping and you get that 33% off. That's tweakedaudio.com, code TBGWT. Um, all right. What should we start with? I guess the Grammys. I guess is the best place to start. I mean, that's what everybody was talking about. I guess. So yeah, folks had all kinds of opinions about it. Yeah, everybody had opinions. Um, you know, we watched them. Um, I typically don't put much weight on um the Grammys or any Mm-mm. you know mainstream award shows because I have a pretty uh, unique sense of taste and uh, very rarely do I find it to be rewarded by watching reward, uh, award shows. Correct. Um, most people do not uh, vibe off of what I'm into. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, I'm very biased, and it's one of those things where I'm not, when it comes to music, I branch out and I listen to different types of music, but I consume music uh, very differently than uh, a lot of people. Well, I consume I consume music similar to how you consume it. If I like some shit, I will play that shit till forever. I'll play it for days and weeks and months in a row and won't listen to anything else. But that's just how I listen to music. So it's a lot of shit that I just miss and it passes me by. And I'm fine and I'm very content with that. So it's just one of them things where I be like, oh, okay, I don't know who that is. Uh, they might be hot. They might not. I don't know. I've just never listened to the shit. Yeah. Now, I did not watch the first hour of the Grammys. Mm-mm. Um, and I didn't watch anything like if, if the Grammy started at eight, I didn't catch any really much of that. Uh, cause I didn't give a fuck. Um, and then I didn't watch any of the nine o'clock hour cause I was watching walking dead. And luckily for everybody else, they pushed talking dead back. So I was like, I guess I'll watch some Grammys cause I wasn't about to watch that better call Saul bullshit. Nope. 
um and don't don't write me i'll watch it eventually all right guys i just not as excited about that show as breaking bad all right um i did notice there was some pretty badly dressed uh people that showed up (laughs) uh madonna showed up with her ass out literally oh i missed this yeah uh it was it looked pretty bad like you know that thing where if you're so old you need something that can hold your ass up in the back oh you need a girl to support it's like she had like some kind of band or something under her ass to create the illusion of ass cheekage when there really wasn't anything going on back there i put it in the chat oh she just had something to give it an uplift because she yeah she was like okay squeeze it together and make the shape of an ass yeah but she felt the need to like definitely have her ass out there i think she's just you know she's trying to be provocative but now it's like damn you old man let it go you know what i mean yeah so she showed up um that was this actress uh joy i think what is it joy villa let me look her name up but she showed up in what looked like uh like a orange plastic that they use for construction uh <laughs> to keep shit from going out <laughs> oh my um, yeah uh so how they wrap up in like- everybody thought she was keisha cole but no because she looked like it it was joy villa um you know, and I don't she's even a, know who the hell she is. Uh, she's a cute actress, but um, you know, it's just one of those things where uh, uh, even if you're, you know, cute, you can put on some weird shit and come out looking kind of, you know, kind of trashy. If that's what's hot in the street, I'm old. I mean, I don't want to be hot then. I don't want to be the cool kid on the block. If I got to walk around in saran wrap, no thank you. Yeah, she like she was ready to be recycled. <laughs> right. But, um... Yeah, you know, she was there. Uh, but you know what? When you're a no-name kind of, you got to steal the show how you can. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, I was actually kind of excited for that. Uh, everybody was very excited that Iggy Azalea did not win Rap Album of the Year. Right. Every time she was in the category and she lost, they was like, yes. I would love f- for everyone to take note of this point right now in the show. Everyone was excited that Iggy Azalea did not win Rap Album of the Year. Please mark that down. That is very important for when we come up to the end of the show. That is very fucking important. Everybody was partying that Iggy Azalea didn't win Rap Album of the Year. What did win Rap Album of the Year, you ask Con Karen? Well, that is a good question. Eminem's Rap God won Rap Album of the Year. And you said he would, didn't you? Uh, Yeah, and it's the album that returned to homophobia for eminem it was a very subpar album in my opinion compared to his rest I've, yeah I it's not even fucking with recovery on in on any level yeah, his, his best album to me is recovery yeah like it's not even close to to that like it's not close to any of the old shit before he got off drugs and it's not fucking with recovery um it's not a good album that's what i've heard but um it won and people was excited about that i'm not really sure why to be honest because i think they were just more excited that iggy didn't win right keep in mind i'm pretty much i would say a good mm, i would say i'm a good i don't know uh and the album that is on is is marshall mathers lp2 that's that's the name of that official name of that album okay that, that is uh terrible 
um i would say that they were more excited that iggy lost the eminem won now there were yeah. other better artists in that category that could have won and had credibility i think childish gambino was one of them but they didn't win so uh eminem ended up winning the rap album best rap album what a very homophobic <laughs> misogynistic uh-huh. uh not well done rap album all right cool um just mark that down that'll come up later uh best rap song kendrick lamar i won i'm glad thought that would win uh best rap song collaboration uh rihanna and eminem won for the monster best rap performance to kendrick lamar i knew that wouldn't even be close um and those are the main ones oh and then robert glasper experiment with layla hathaway beat out our girl for our with irs uh antoinette smith or antoinette smith i think uh jesus children won that song that we were both like really right well malcolm jamal warner Mm-hmm. uh so that one um jack white lazaretto won best, best rock performance i thought that would happen um best rock song was ain't it fun by paramore uh let's see beck won best rock album morning phase um which you know mark that down for later too beck won best rock album uh sam smith best vocal album in a lonely hour best solo pop solo performance happy Pharrell? About time, man. That song been around forever, and they glossed him over when it was really hot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the release date time or what. Right. Uh, best traditional pop vocal album, Cheek to Cheek, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Uh, let's see who else. Best new artist was Sam Smith. Album of the year, Beck, Morning Phase. Now, that was a surprise because it beat out Beyonce's Beyonce. Here's the thing everybody got on their high horse with the if you ain't listen to beck then you can't say that you're surprised that he won meanwhile beck said he was surprised he won uh also um none of you niggas listen to that iggy azalea or that eminem don't try it all the people that were making this argument did not they celebrated iggy losing and didn't listen to either one of those albums. They were just rooting for or against the person they didn't like. The same thing happens with album of the year too. Not everybody listens to all the music. Mm-mm. You can root for your fave and hope they win. Period. That's it. Like you can stop all the judging and, and the hypocrisy and all that shit. It's a very simple thing. You like an album so much, you would like for it to win. Mm-hmm. Coming down on those people is really fucking petty and stupid. And mostly either because you dislike Kanye West or you dislike Beyonce. Either way, it's some fucking petty and stupid shit. And if Beck was surprised he won, then your ass don't have any right to be talking about you ain't surprised. Your ass ain't listened to the album either. And then, and they even have this idea that, like, I don't concede that that Grammys picks the best album anyway. Mm-mm. So to even be like, well, they listen to all the albums and this is the one they must have picked because it's the best. That's fucking stupid. All music is subjective. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's a dumb argument. People just root for what they like. And you can't shit on them for for liking Beyonce and being like, wow, I'm surprised Beck won. You know? Um, yeah, because uh, I guess a lot of people had the reaction that I had. Yeah. Who the fuck is Beck? 
and where did they come from and why haven't I never heard of them for them to get album of the year? Like that was my response. Who are these niggas? Right. Like honestly, the same people, like I said, that didn't listen to Iggy or Eminem, but had all this commentary about how, oh, she lost. Thank God. You can shut the fuck up trying to judge people for rooting for Beyonce over Beck without listening to, at least they listened to one of the albums. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't listen to shit. You didn't listen to shit. Don't even try that shit. If you would have, you would have been fucking disgusted with the rap uh, category anyway. Childish Gamino should have ran away with that. Like, cause the other albums were fucking trash. Um, Sam Smith, Stay With Me, the Dark Child version, one song of the year. Uh, they performed that. Mary J. Blige is on it. Uh, a lot of people are like, Mary J. Blige, why? It's like, cause that's the version that he didn't, you know, get charged with stealing. Correct. And Sam Smith, Stay With Me, one record of the year, uh, Dark Child version. So. He was wrapping up this year. Yeah, um, uh, so, you know, he, he not, I think he won like four Grammys. Mm-hmm. You know what they like six times. Yeah, he thanked, he thanked the dude that broke his heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's hilarious. Right, go, I sang the song of my life because of you. Thank you. Yeah, um, and there was a, you know, there was a, a bunch of moments. I think when we switched over, Usher was singing, uh, Stevie Wonder song and Stevie Wonder was on the, on the stage. Somehow he walked up there by himself in the dark Mm -hmm. but you know stevie stevie can't see (laughs) he see shapes and then he whispered something to usher at the end of the performance and i think he he said i was reading his lips he said yo check out that one in the third row in the red damn she bad (laughs) yeah so um but yeah apparently so because i think that somebody said somebody he about to have another baby or just had another baby so apparently he could see something Mm mm-hmm and uh, you know niggas was mad at, at Iggy Azalea when they didn't care that Eminem's album is homophobic, whack, and misogynist. Like, feminist was like, yes, get her ass. I was like, mm, have you heard his album? Right. Do you know he talking about you and how you ain't shit? Word? Okay. Right. I guess uh, I guess we just sleeping on that. Um, just this tea is so delicious, though. It is uh, tasty. And uh, I, can't, I can't deny it. Uh, but yeah, Usher was up there doing a, I mean, it was appropriate that he was, the the way he was doing his ballad, but he wasn't dancing, and I realized, uh, Usher don't look right when he not dancing. Duh, he don't need to dance, he's old, have you? But he better, Karen, I'm he sorry. He catching his breath. <laughs> first of all, he's he's in tremendous shape for an old man, first of all. Yes, second, he is. Second of, but, all, second of all, if the nigga not dancing, is no excuse for them. He need to dance so that it's an excuse for them for the struggle on the, on the song. Now, that's true. That's he need true. to dance so I could be like, well, look how hard he dancing. That's why he can't sing right. that good. Yeah, he got to remember he ain't up there with the with the uh, the Cheerio uh, B. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that's when uh, Sam Smith came out before Stay With Me with Mary J. Blige and nobody, everybody got upset that they announced they were going to do that. Uh, there was this really weird commercial called left swipe that ah, that thing that was hilarious uh and it was about um it was confusing as fuck but it was hilarious yeah it was like an anti-smoking music video by truth but it also was about tinder in a way right that's what i thought i was like oh shit tinder got a commercial yeah i thought it was yeah and i was like but but isn't it kind of a bad isn't it kind of a bad look for tinder because you're basically saying hey um don't match with the people on tinder like i don't know it seems anyway here's a video right swipe. it's gonna be a right swipe 
This man has shaped his chest hair into a heart. Oh. You stole mine. Right, right swipe it. Right swipe. Right swipe. That kind of looks like my sister. It does. But I know she's not. He's cuddling a kitten. Oh my god, I don't want to eat their faces. She's oh. She's hot. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. That's a lollipop. Oh, that is not a lollipop. So now they see women or people on the app that are home, have cigarettes in their mouth. Yeah, they edit this down because this is not what you see. If you see somebody with a cigarette, it's because they coochie holding one or something like that. It ain't because uh, they smoking. Uh, I am not on Tinder. I will not co-sign that. I don't know what's happening on Tinder, guys. I, I don't know. I don't uh, know Karen either, but I'm, I'm making I, an I know, assumption. That a bunch I think you're thinking about the Craigslist personals. I don't know that. <laughs> think from my understanding people telling me that tinder does have people's faces and shit on there it's oh, not just okay. pussy shots Let's Let's fact you get double the matches if you're not smoking in your profile pics I think that's what's in now, the 13-year-old looking girls. Selena Gomez is hot. So, I think Looking that's like a fucking kid. Waist, nice body. And I just couldn't overlook one small fact. She smokes like an old man at a racetrack. By the way, all these women that they're swiping left on are super attractive. So I call bullshit on this commercial. Yes. Niggas will swipe right, okay? If she smokes, she pokes. Sitting on a mountaintop looking all pensive I was about to ask, how's the air up there? But based on this pick, I guess you don't really care and Lots of chicks in the pick, not sure which one's you Them cigarettes are taking y'all from tens to twos And one thing's true about your whole crew None of you cigarellas gonna be my boo Smoking with a tiger? Let's swipe that! While you're on a hang glider? Let's swipe that! Smoking while acting healthy? Let's swipe that! Smoking all stealthy? Let's swipe that! Smoking with a duck face? Let's swipe that! Um, they should have premiered that during Super Bowl. I like that ad. You know what? That's exactly what I said. I said because it would have went over better than some of the bullshit that they did. Yeah, like it's uh kind of a corny premise, but it was fun. So and hilarious. Uh so um let's see what else happened. Uh yeah, let's swipe that was hilarious, but you know, everybody would white swipe on them chicks. Uh <laughs> smoking it hot. <laughs> Uh, Pharrell added a hands up, don't shoot gesture into his Grammys performance uh, tonight. So I'm assuming uh, black people. Uh, what's the verdict? Do we is he back 
or mm-hmm. are we like still like you new black get the fuck out i don't know i mean he's, i don't i don't know heads the rules. Up, don't shoot my hat yeah i guess i want to ask him like are you still new black are you cool like i don't know the rules no more since black twitter decided that you can't do that uh did you know, know that they introduced they were like country western singer keith urban and then they got had an australian accent he not even from america oh yeah <laughs> the fuck is going on what do, when do we start importing country music you know that shit is real yeah i don't yeah, you know a lot of folks is mad how dare that boy come up that boy not even from here he ain't no real country he wasn't born and raised in nashville tennessee or down here in texas shania twain is canadian i didn't know that i know i was shocked he was one up to talking like you know when country music i was like what the fuck is who is this <laughs> like this get the hell out of here crikey now let's go to <laughs> let's let's cut to shania twain i was like i don't know if i believe in this dude let's go hop on some kangaroos what's happening here <laughs> uh and then they had this performance of some country western singer but then the background was all the civil rights videos and shit i was confused yeah <laughs> uh, it's like i didn't know what was going on uh big sean showed up with ariana grande and uh they look like they were ready to go to the prom uh because yeah. they look so young look at this someone photoshopped the picture into a fake prom background oh that look like that dude look like a damn prom, prom background <laughs> that you do it he was like yeah get closer to the other guys yeah man i was looking I don't at know that if my mom would approve of this i looked at that picture i said damn man they do they look like they're like going to eighth grade social or some shit uh you know but yeah they, you know what you know. when i i think i seen that picture and i thought oh somebody went and got one of her high school pictures yeah but that was actually last night that was last night oh my god and maybe it's just me but i'm sorry and i'm not a dude but it's just something about the way them girls look that i was like i don't care what the fuck you say you don't look grown ma'am get away from me um and i guess i haven't heard the song because i've been avoiding it really but four or five seconds um is a song by Kanye West, Rihanna, and Paul McCartney, and they performed it live. And I'm sorry, it's goddamn terrible. It was bad. Jeez. I was so confused. Like I don't know if it's just a live version sounded like that, or if like if that's how the official version. Maybe I'll play the official version. Like it can't. That can't be it. Like I just kept being like, nah. It was like, yeah, it was like, what's happening here? Yeah, it was bad. I mean, they did get Paul McCartney to sing Wildin' with no irony at all, so that's cool. But, you know, I was not feeling this shit at all. I I couldn't believe that that's, I hope that's not a hit. I think I've had enough. I might get a little drunk. I say what's on my mind. She's straining her voice. I might do a little time. Cause all of my kindness is taken for weakness. Now I'm four, five seconds from wilding. And we got three more days till Friday. I'm just trying to make it back home by Monday.
an optimist Sun was shining, I'm positive Then I heard you was talking trash I keep waiting for kids in the background? I keep waiting for the real beat to drop Right Hold me back, I'm about to spaz Yeah, I'm about four or five seconds from wilding And we got three more days till Friday So that really was the song. So that was, was really no the song. beat, no bass, no. It didn't even have a drum cadence. I'm so confused with that song. I feel like I thought Rihanna was singing a country song when it started. I was like, oh, she's singing country now. That's cute. Um, but then she had this big ass jacket on, like she had been shopping in the Steve Harvey section of K and G. Did you see her pink outfit? No, nah, I didn't like see a her pink. Big outfit. ass flower. Yeah, I mean, you know, Rihanna's beautiful and everything, but... It was yeah, just, she is. It was but her clothes like, like, oversized. Yeah, it was like, I guess, too much clothes is the new, not enough clothes? I don't know. Um, um You know, but, uh, you know, good luck with Paul McCartney. Um, sing, he was singing that wild and shit, which was, uh, you know, a surprise. Uh, hopefully, Rihanna can get in contact with a tailor. <laughs> get him tighten that suit up. Speaking of uh, Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift ain't winning shit. The fuck? Right. Is 1989 not qualified for this year or something? Is that mm-hmm. next year that we got to go through that? Because um, part uh, motherfucking um, uh, Shake It well, Off should have won something. It was like the uh, the, the song of the, of the year for a lot of people. And yeah, I Grammys can suck my dick it, for that. They right, didn't I win. Like, she ain't win nothing? I felt like she got cheated. Just like I felt like Beyonce got cheated. She Taylor got cheated. Her and her and Kanye made up. I think because she finally understands. She's like, I understand. These motherfuckers don't know what they talking about, Kanye. Right. Oh man, I'm over here shaking it off, and I took my shit off of Spotify, and these niggas like, Mm-mm. right. Meanwhile, I'm looking at the four five seconds performance, looking like none of these niggas ever talked to each other before they got on stage. Right. Uh, that was whack. Uh, I made a tweet that got totally taken seriously by a bunch of people. I said that they had a commercial with a dog begging for treats and this rap mm-hmm. about begging and shit. That was cute. It was cute, right? Mm-hmm. And so I said that ber- begging commercial was funny to me, but not funny enough for me to forgive what dogs did to my people during civil rights. Hashtag Grammys. <laughs> and like three or four people hit me up like, you know, dogs didn't make that choice. It was their owners that made them do those things. And I was like, oh, oh, forced to do them like slavery. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sir, how can you even compare slavery to, I was like, God damn, why y'all so serious tonight? Mm-hmm. Uh, I made 75 jokes tonight and y'all want to take that one serious. 
right that's why a lot of times when i'm you know making jokes in that joke mode people say uh shit where they trying to be serious i just keep it be the hell out of them i don't have time for that you ain't ruining you ain't coming in there crashing my party because you don't get the joke ice cube and dr dre had a uh, commercial for their documentary or some movie about you know nwa mm-hmm and I kept kept waiting for Suge Knight to drive through the commercial and kill everybody, but no, they, it, they must have edited that part out. I think they did. I do have a picture of Rihanna, uh, and I'll put it in the chat. This is what she had on, y'all. Yeah, she looked a hot mess. She was like a sexy-ass Dracula. Look at her. Like she was about to suck some blood. Oh, yeah, she's gorgeous, but she looked a mess. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Sam Smith was performing, and uh, Tom Petty was writing his... Uh, his uh royalties check like oh you know he i'm gonna need i'm gonna need 25 percent of that thanks bro appreciate you mm-hmm. uh and they, everybody was hating on mary j because you know she happy and married now so everybody was like i don't like her why they get why she gotta be on this song and i was like you gonna hate on the new face of soul and the old face of crack performing together ah! how <laughs> often do you get something like this really mm-hmm uh prince came out to present award uh for best album of the year <laughs> he said like books and black lives albums still matter mm-hmm. then he made uh, the prince face uh prince is the best when prince came out there with a motherfucking cane mm-hmm. uh which is cool because that face also was like i can't believe this nigga won over beyonce <laughs> right and beck won um and uh shout out to all the people that actually just hate Beyonce and don't really know shit about Beck because they were saying shit like, well, you know, Beck, uh, if you didn't listen to the album, Beck might have deserved to win. I'm like, okay, name a Beck song. Loser from 1983 or whatever. Like, come on, get the fuck out of my face. You naming a 22-year-old song for Loser? You know the words to one Beck song. Shut the fuck up. You know all the words to that Beyonce album. You lying sons of bitches try to be better than everybody else on Grammy night. Yeah. I, I, y'all swear white people be wrong as shit. If Iggy would have won, y'all would have been like, this why we got to boycott the Grammys because they don't care about black people. But then Beyonce lost. you like, I don't like that bitch anyway. Good. Beck. That's who should win. In. Haters. Hmm. And, uh, the, the thing that, uh, pissed me off, uh, pissed me off is that, um, when it came to Beyonce, she didn't even perform anything on her album. Well, we'll get to that. That pissed off a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think rightfully so, though. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, you know, this motherfucker, uh, Beck one, and Kanye did the fake, like, I'm going to brush the stage, but then he turned around and went back off. Which I thought was hilarious. I thought it was funny, too. Like, he just made a face the- like, nope, I'm not going to do it. And Beck was like, no, come on up, come on up. He, and I was like, you don't want that back, but way to play that off. Um, yes. But, you know, the joke definitely was, yeah, cause I would, he didn't earn this. Beyonce should have won, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to take his award and that's still this moment. Right. And the, the funny part about it is that a lot of people in the audience just, it was like an eruptor of, a rupture of laughter mm-hmm. because it was like, is he going to do it? Oh, no, he ain't this nigga. Yeah, it was so good though. Even uh Beyonce had a face like get your ass off the stage, but she was laughing so hard cuz she was like everybody knew what it meant, man. Like, yeah, nigga, I did deserve it, but but come on. 
it was hilarious to me man i like people took it way more serious than i did right um you know people were like i thought he had grown i thought he had changed it's like he's kanye fucking west what indication has he given you that he's matured from the guy like from that guy Mm-mm. like he's brash he's arrogant he says the first thing that comes to his mind many many times when most people would advise against it <laughs> right you know when it costs you money and costs you advertising and shit like that and he don't care yeah i just didn't have this feeling of like oh no he let me down i can't believe that you know um yeah prince's face prince is like rihanna he makes gif faces right like Um, his face is like yeah i'm gonna be using this letter on right and um you know so i you know i thought that was kind of kind of cool um but uh yeah he won and then that sayo lady performed that chandelier song that was the most confusingest shit she came out there with some kind of fucked up wig and then all of a sudden it was two of them i don't know if it was a twin no, or somebody neither, else. neither one of those people were sire i was so goddamn confused neither one of those people were sire okay. sire was on stage with her back to the audience in the corner facing a wall Lucy trying to hide out. I'm so confused. Apparently, they say she has uh, some sort of weird. Uh, she doesn't want to be famous, uh, and she has some sort of weird, I don't know, phobia maybe. But you know, I don't buy it. I think it's all bullshit. I think y'all are being played. And y'all, y'all some dummies. I be goddamn. I spend my hard-earned money to walk to go to a fucking concert, and your ass over in the corner looking at the motherfucking wall singing fuck you i can play your album at home bitch right give me my motherfucking performance get to get the dancing i don't even think she's a real person i think they just put on a recording and then they just have a person sitting the stage with a wig sitting the corner of the stage with a wig on you wouldn't know the difference with two french moms running around christian wig was looking dumb as shit and people were like oh it was so hilarious it's like what was hilarious about it? i didn't it was nothing funny about it i didn't get it Man, it was just running around. It was confusing. Room to room, running around with these weird ass outfits and these terrible ass wigs. Oh, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I kept thinking that. I was like, what does this mean? Right. Am I supposed to understand? Is there a gag or a joke or, 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 or something? Cause at first, when it first happened, I didn't even realize that it was, um, like the actual show. I kept saying, this is a commercial for something? What the fuck is this? This can't be the Grammys cause these people just randomly moving around. Yeah. I don't know, man. People was making all kinds of excuses. Well, you know, she actually wrote several songs for Rihanna. Yeah, and then Rihanna, like a fucking true performer, got her ass on stage and danced around and, like, interacted with the audience because that's what performers do. Correct. If you can't talk to the audience, like, could you imagine paying for, like, a a stand-up comedian and the fucking comedian came out and faced the curtain the whole goddamn day? You would lose your goddamn mind. I, would. I can't believe this shit. I can't believe people are giving this woman a pass. That's the craziest shit in my, I've ever heard in my life. What the fuck? Are y'all really going to these concerts? I can't. Like, I want to know who is going going to these concerts. Like, if you're going to these concerts where a person stands at the stage and sings, uh, stands in the corner not facing you, it could be anybody, then I just need y'all to all sign up for premium. That's all I'm asking, man. If you're willing to give away that money... Like, at least we put our faces on the camera. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you know what we look like. Yeah, if a fool and they money gonna be parted, like, part some this way then, like, 
you know give some money to unicef like y'all need to do something cool. like the kids yeah <laughs> like what damn would y'all show up and watch me like play a video game like don't talk to y'all y'all just like what is going on i can't believe that shit that was amazing to me people was all up in it like because you know with, with twitter you know if you say something about somebody you get all the stands and your mentions mm-hmm. and everybody's like no no you have to understand her process i'm like shut up you give a fuck about her process no then sam smith and tom petty won song of the year couldn't believe he beat shake it off man and then people was like are you serious or, or are you being sarcastic i was like no i'm, I'm fucking hot <laughs> like i'm not like i'm I'm actually more hot about Shake It Off not winning than Beyonce not winning. Because at least Beyonce got three other Grammys. Uh, yeah. Shake It Off was the fucking song of the year. I don't give a yes, goddamn. It was. If you was the hardest thug in the motherfucking world, Suge Knight tap his feet to Shake It Off. I don't right. give a fuck. Even if you don't like Taylor Swift, that beat come on. You be like, hey, I got to move something. Yeah. Um, I, I think I don't think Cyrus a real person anyway. Y'all got ripped off by Rihanna. She's just a mannequin that they prop up in the corner and then they play Rihanna on the speakers and she makes all that money. She's getting double the money. Yeah. Just Skype me in. Just Skype me in. I'll make this money. Then I'm going to go do my performance Mm-mm. and make this too. Um, so uh, let's see what else happened. Oh, and then Beck performed his uh, hit song. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, from the album. That one album of the year. That's the name of the song? Uh, that's what it sound like to me, Karen. Oh, I, that shit was terrible. They, they all sound the same to me. Like I'm I, not trying to be funny. I'm biased and I'm angry because I was like, "Bitch, you get up there and sing this terrible ass song." No, well, I, I'm glad you brought it up, Karen. I was mad because I'm, I'm actually because I'm actually not biased because I did go listen to the album and it's just not as good as Beyonce. It's decent. But it's just not as good as Beyonce. It's not the album of the year. You know. So nobody can approach me with that bullshit of you didn't even listen to both. I did. I didn't. And don't give a fuck. Yeah. No. I'm not saying you have to. But when niggas try to hit me with that, save your breath. Don't send me that tweet. Well, if you listen to the album, I did. It's not that good. It's all right. There you go. I liked other albums this year that weren't fucking rap albums and weren't R&B albums. I don't really even like R&B. I listen to other albums that weren't pop albums. I've enjoyed Logic this year. I've enjoyed uh, uh, Little Dragon this year. Um, I've enjoyed uh, Lady this year. I did not think that Drake album was fucking mind-blowing. It wasn't that good. Sorry. Yeah, and, and also I think, too, which I didn't think about it, but Eljo Williams tweeted out something that really made me think. She was saying that one reason why, and I don't know if it's kind of, um, I won't say conspiracy, but it's one of those things where you go, where she might not have one quote-unquote album of the year because of the way she released her album. She cut a lot of people out of the profits mm-hmm. because she was like, fuck you, Target. I'm not making an extra song or two for you. You know, I'm going straight to iTunes. I'm making all this money. And people don't like being cut out of the process because she set a precedent and she set a standard. So they don't want artists going and doing and mimicking her because all of a sudden all these people that's making uh, money are going to be cut out of the process. Well, maybe Seattle's football coach made the call. Maybe that's what happened. Uh, you know, maybe that maybe uh, Pete Carroll was like, Mm-mm, go with Beck. Um, and that's why she didn't win. Well, I think also that makes sense to me because Taylor Swift 
didn't win right and taylor swift was the one who took all the shit off of streaming and was like cool. y'all niggas gotta go to itunes and buy my shit correct um and then made that power move with her label and it's funny because you would think it's logical to get behind progressive acts but this is the music industry they're anti-progressive they're let's take keep it old school let's do everything the old way mm-hmm. and uh you can see it happening again you know right and also and and maybe because i'm a woman it's like it's these women making power moves so right. I, it's it's a problem if a woman say motherfucker pay me it's a problem if a woman says i'm trying to make this money because i don't know if you would have got the same response if a male artist like one of the highest ranking male artists came out and did some of the same things these women were doing i think that if they shit was the best they still would have won yeah and i also think that they wouldn't get as much backlash maybe maybe may, i might be wrong for saying this but that's that's just well i don't know I feel yeah i don't it. i have no idea i you know um uh, also you know the other thing was um with them going uh like foregoing regular distribution and making those power moves um and selling more albums than some of the people that beat them i was surprised because sam smith you know pretty much stole a song from tom petty and won all the awards over the original art like it was Mm -hmm. just you know it was just crazy man um uh matthew mcconaughey had a commercial where he was selling antidepressants Oh, or, or cars. I can't tell. I don't know. I, that, something, that's the, something sad. That shit is the most confusing shit. He has a, a minute and a half conversation staring at a bull and then you turns around. That's confusing to me. Jennifer Hudson came out there with her hair looking good. Still cut that shortcut. Um, she's tall. I had no idea she was that tall. Mm-hmm. Or else everybody else on stage was short. Um, and then they did the uh, death montage. Like all the artists and people that died. And I noticed that they left out Bobby Smurder's career. <laughs> uh nick you said 2014 to 24 rest in peace 2014 <laughs> 2014 yep it was a short year um let's see um uh, then uh then they 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 gave a long speech before the death montage that was all about how uh people need to buy music or else they're gonna go out of business mm. and i was thinking hmm people bought taylor swift and beyonce's music yeah, and like, and like like I say, I I because shit evolves and shit changes, and music is one of the industries that was slow to change. Because this, I might be wrong, but I feel like this: when shit first started moving to a digital era, initially, the music industry should have initially adapted and charged initially, and people would have got accustomed to paying. But they was like, fuck you, you're going to purchase my entire album regardless if it's bullshit or not. And people was like, no, I can download it for free, pick and choose what I want. And then you have these other genres of music like Spotify and all this stuff, which give people choices, Pandora, which allows you to customize uh, what you want. And I think they're slow to adapt. And I think that this was, quote unquote, their way of saying, Hey, people out there getting your shit for free pay. People do and will pay, but they won't do it for everybody. And the music industry is constantly, I'll joke aside, put out bullshit. And like, like, uh, it's a lot of albums that like 20 songs. I don't want to listen to all motherfucking 20 of your songs and pay nine ninety nine for some bullshit. And people are getting to the point to where they become more conscious. They become more aware. And it's more selection. You can't force feed people music anymore. And the music industry needs to understand this. 
yeah i think yeah i I think so too but you know it's kind of an old thing you know i thought they would be over it by now just can't believe they're still holding on to that beyonce performed oh go ahead what were you gonna say and i think they will and this is just me uh it's a lot of old people that own a lot of these big corporations when it comes to the music and i think that excuse me those people are going to have to die off and their culture is going to have to change in order for them to adapt and adjust. And, and even if those people die off, all the people who are going to take the position is going to still keep the same thing going because it makes them money. Because as much as they pretend to be concerned, all these contracts, they have a lot of these people sign these 360 shit. Y'all fucking people out of all this money that you want people to pay that these artists will never see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyonce performed. She had a choir of just black men in white suits. It looked like courthouse on child support day. Just everybody <laughs> dressed up. Yeah. Um, but uh they had their Easter's finders on. Uh Easter's fi- Easter's finders on. And um she performed a song called Glory, mm-hmm. which was originally sang, I believe, by Mahalia Jackson. Uh-huh. And then I guess I didn't go see Sel- Selma yet. Mm-mm. So um Did- the uh it was also saying my lettuce right i didn't know that either who played mahalia jackson mm-hmm. in the movie um selma yeah and i because i kept saying what does lettuce got to do with anything i was confused like i said i hadn't seen selma so i was like why is people angry yeah and so a lot of people um were kind of upset that she would go perform that song uh especially like right after that comedy john legend saying um you know the the like title song from the out from the actual um what do you call it, from the actual movie okay yeah it, it would have made sense to uh do that do you, uh, can you find the one that let us yeah oh, oh wait oh was it take my it was take my hand precious lord yeah. why am i tripping like this take my hand yeah take my hand precious lord because yeah, i've a, never heard the version that let us see saying um all right let me see if i can find it uh uh i don't know if they had a let us see version on here if i need to look it up on itunes I might have I mean, to. They had to sell my soundtrack. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let me see if I can find the Selma soundtrack. They got Glory, Glory from the motion picture Selma, but no, nah, they don't look. They got Selma on here. Um, on iTunes, okay. not yet. Okay, like they have. Okay, they don't have like the whole. Soundtrack. Yeah, they just have Glory. Okay. all right so i'll look it up on youtube or something no um, problem because like I i've never heard it her version but i know a lot of people was highly upset um and my thing about that is that who knows if they asked her who know, like it's who knows what happened behind the scenes with that yeah uh here's a legacy version uh, on youtube gracious lord Take my hand, lead me on, let me stand, I am tired, I
to the light. Take, Lord, take my hand, precious Lord, and lead. So that's Legacy's version, which is fucking excellent. Yes, it is. And and like I said before, the thing the thing about Legacy, well man, you play Beyonce. Go ahead, no, go ahead. No. The thing about Legacy is that Legacy is a I went to go see her perform live here in Charlotte. Me and your mama and your Robin went. And she when I tell you she puts on the motherfucking show, mm-hmm. everybody was on their feet. She puts on a goddamn show. But she's like one of those artists that for some reason, she constantly gets overlooked because it's a lot of times where uh, if she does do a tribute, they don't do a tribute catered to her voice. Um, And I think that uh, that spot would have been wonderful for her and let Beyonce perform one of her motherfucking songs. Right. Uh, but who knows? Like I said, they might not even ask Legacy to perform this song. Yeah. And also, you know, um, Beyonce could have turned it down true she could have been like it's not my song it's not my moment uh y'all got this um who knows but this is beyonce's version
so uh yeah i think legacy's version is better yes and and yeah it does like i don't i mean obviously in hindsight it's easy to say but you know i would either have turned it down like i want to do my shit or just or you know been like i want to perform my song like just give me a spot to perform my own song like everybody else getting to perform why the fuck wouldn't one of the biggest albums of the year why wouldn't i get my chance to do something which and i have several things i want to say about that number one this song was not catered to her voice like i think lettuce's performance would have been better and lettuce would have killed it Mm. also motherfucker i got two minutes of beyonce i was up at 11 fucking o'clock at night for two minutes of beyonce and she didn't perform her motherfucking song y'all niggas knew she wasn't doing this and y'all knew if y'all would have let her perform this shit earlier most people would have tapped out i know I, my black ass would have tapped out um and i don't appreciate one of the biggest albums of the year performers not performing her own goddamn song Mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah I, I just you know i just thought it was kind of weird and then common of course and and uh john legend uh you know who honestly man you know stole the show his hair his hairline stole the show for me that, <laughs> that's that's the comeback album of the year yeah, in my it is. Opinion. that's the biggest winner of the night whoever john legend's hairline surgeon is did a great job lebron get his card <laughs> okay because that man is doing miracles and you need to get in on this uh so of course the next thing that happened um was uh kanye got interviewed um uh, about his uh almost coming on stage for um uh the beck um uh, the beck portion of the show mm-hmm. and uh typical kanye got super emotional uh disrespected back um you know g- gave a just a very incomplete version of his events you know what i mean like it's typical kanye kanye shit like i for me personally i don't get riled up over this shit no because it's so him at this point like you know, he's talking about Beck needs to respect artistry and, uh, you know, you know what he does at this mm-hmm. point. Um, so why are people shocked and surprised? And yeah, from, from listening to you, they sound like Beck has been around for a very, very long time. Yeah, he's, a, I mean, he is an artist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, dude put his, like, he composes and does every, this, the amount of difficulty in doing what he does as an artist, it, you know, it's pretty high. You know, I think people, uh if they haven't heard of him or they really just want beyonce to win they might border on that well i don't even know who he is but you know it doesn't mean that he hasn't put in work it doesn't even mean that he's not deserving of recognition you can still think beyonce's album was better than his Mm -hmm. but um yeah let me see if i can play the rant because everybody got it cut up into snippets like 33 second snippets and shit what else Nah, that's that's not a good one. What the fuck is the uh why can't I find that original rant video? <sighs> now I gotta go look for this shit again. I had one, but it was like like everybody had the like three second version and shit. I'm like, no, I want the the whole rant. The one one or two minutes. Uh here's a guy responding to the rant. 
I hate people do that. Use their names. <laughs> you click. You're like, motherfucker, I don't give a fuck about you. Right. Kanye West rant. And it is just, all right, guys, I just watched the Kanye West rant. And uh, I want to give you my opinion about what I think. Got to say, man, uh, it was very, you know, very disappointing. Family. It was a long walk, but we walked <laughs> over here for Chloe. Oh, yes, Jesus, yes. Thank you. So yes. my favorite moment of the night was when you acted like you was going to run up on stage. What, what, what went through your mind when I you did that? We have a, we have a. I uh, think he should have walked up on stage. I think he oh, should have too. Let's take a look at it. What did he say to you? By the way, Prince was smiling. I don't even know what he said. I just know that the Grammys, if they want real artists to keep coming back, they need to stop playing with us. We ain't going to play with them no more. Flawless, Beyonce video. And Beck needs to respect artistry, and he should have given his award to Beyonce. And at this point, we tired of it. Because what happens is, when you keep on diminishing art and not respecting the craft and smacking people in the face after they deliver monumental feats of music Amen. you're disrespectful to inspiration and we as musicians have to inspire people who uh kim's face is priceless I'll be right like the way she veges out when he's talking where it's just like i don't know what this motherfucker about to say next but right. smile Look it. Don't, don't make eye contact. <laughs> Who taught you how to smile like that? My mama taught me. <laughs> Yeezy taught me. Yeah. Oh, mama taught her that. Oh, that's true. That's true. Chrissy taught me. Go to work every day and they listen to that Beyonce album and they feel like it takes them to another place. Then they do this whole promotional event that, you know, they'll run, they'll, they'll run the music over somebody's speech, the artist, because they want a commercial advertising. Like, yeah. no, we not playing with them no more. And by the way, <laughs> I got my wife, I got my daughter, and I got my clothing line, so I'm not going to do nothing to put my daughter at risk, right. but I yes. am here to fight for creativity. That's the reason why I didn't say anything tonight, but y'all know what it meant when Ye walked on that stage. I need you to, I need you to fight. Which is so funny because you know in August the, they won't let me into the fashion industry rant coming. Yes. And I'm going to have to go back to this moment like, yeah, nigga, you do stupid shit. To fuck that your that people don't want to like attach a lot of money. I don't want to attach billions of dollars to somebody that is this temperamental. Sorry, right? And lose customers and lose my investment because you right. want to say something ignorant. But you're you a very speak. polarizing person. Not your right. not your art, not necessarily mm -hmm. your style, but people will be like, "I'm not fucking with you because you're an asshole." You know? Right, which means they're not fucking with the particular product or whatever I'm invested in because you're asshole. I got to lose my money because you don't know how to behave. For creativity. Remember my talk with you? I said I miss the Hennessy yay. I miss you walking down the carpet the drunk. Hennessy I need the Hennessy yay. I, I, I think it's I, both I, the same word. Like, like the song say, I'm drunk in love right now. Yeah. I'm drunk in love. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, here's Jay-Z's reaction when he thought that you were running up. I don't know if you've seen this yet. Let's take a look at Jay. Jay-Z thought it was real. Yeah, there he goes. Yeah, no, no, don't, no, no, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. That's going to be the best meme ever. That is the best. Did you? a bit. Like, I looked and I was like, I, I was sitting with John Legend and Chrissy, and he just got up and left, and we all were like, what is going on? Oh, my God. Oh, MG. I came back, but the best. I wish you would have. I wish you would have, too. But next, I always have next year, and I want you to fight for creativity. And you're 
by the way kim k the perfect wife i see why she i see why they love each other mm-hmm. then she said i wish he would have went on stage right like she about that attention she was like yes because we'd have been the top story you know what i don't even think it's that i think she just support that nigga she the only one crazy enough to be like yeah go on stage and ruin that dude's moment to celebrate his career because i don't give a fuck my mama taught me well because i want you to be happy right right i don't live with beck i sure don't either i don't give a fuck about him playing 13 instruments Mm -hmm. (laughs) who cares about that bullshit i'm not going home and fucking him i'm fucking you okay okay it's perfect And by the way, who designed these mics? As you see, I took the E off my mic. Okay, we know it's E already. It's going to be E at the bottom of the screen right here. But it got to be E, 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 E. We have to step up the taste level across the board on all networks. We really came here so you can see these outfits. Walk out here, please. Can you design us a new mic? Give us a mic. What are you wearing? For a second. Jim, what are you wearing? There's your camera right there. Oh, my gosh. Gorgeous. And Chloe, what are Never you wearing? Never before in your Constantine lives have we witnessed such beauty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now we have to keep complimenting that from the people who pr- produce these shows, from the Grammys to E. Respect artistry. Respect visuals. Beauty is important. <laughs> I mean, the Kardashians wouldn't be famous if beauty wasn't important. It's very, very important. The and eyes. I, the eyes. These are hurting my... Take these off right now. Come on, take these off. He made everyone take the E icon off their microphones and they doing it. You know he cuts my check. I gotta put uh, let me keep mine. No, let me I gotta see that. Alright, okay, okay. They need you. Y'all are personalities. E needs y'all. The Kardashians to have a percentage of E. This is what I'm saying. They need y'all. I'm all for it. I actually like when you're talking. Kanye, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? Uh, I'm wearing Balmain, young designer, Olivier, uh, the first black designer of a French fashion house. And then also Greg Lauren, mm-hmm. more young vibes. Yes, John Paul Gaultier. I love it. This is Schwartz Now, we actually caught you guys when you got into the uh, the event. When you came on the red carpet, we're going to take a look at the limo drop. What was going on here, Ye? Because I, oh, I saw no. you helping things out. What was happening? Basically, <laughs> my pocket fell off, and it's to- the whole ah. pocket fell off. Heavy. And when I sat, see the rip right there? It ripped, and we were sewing and safety oh, pinning. And, well, it's know. pretty heavy. Is the dress heavy? Is it heavy? It's heavy. It's, it's probably heavy. 100 pounds. Oh, yeah. It feels Thank like you. the robe you pop on in the morning when That's you get out of bed. The robe. It's so bomb. He styled me tonight. He saw this online at a couture oh, show oh, and sent me yeah. the picture and said, Babe, do you like this dress? Calls the so designer, gets it, it, and it's it. sitting wow. in my dressing room. Kanye dresses his woman. I believe that. And mm-hmm. she looked like she got to go, woo! <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Uh, somebody was like, uh, they put out a list of like, Kanye West might be becoming a supervillain. <laughs> it was something like, huge ego, check. Dresses his woman, check. Parents dead, check. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> it was just a bunch of a bunch of shit like maniacal ego maniacal rants check like it was so perfect man um but yeah people were very upset with them i was just like i don't to me i just don't care i think we'll get a good mm-hmm. album out of it oh, yes. you know i don't understand why people think he's grown or 
any of this shit i don't think he's a conscious rapper i think he speaks on race sometimes but mostly when it pertains to whatever the fuck he's into you know um so i don't you know i just don't have the disdain for that dude i understand that some people do get into music to that extent but the same reason i don't flip out on kendrick for saying something i don't agree with or you know i'm not gonna boycott anthony mackie's next movie and shit like i just don't care you know that much about Mm -hmm. that dude being a jackass and it's funny because they put him in the front row i honestly think he makes the show like he's the biggest he's bigger than anyone who won an award last night just by the mere act of speaking out against uh beck uh and the and the the grammys for selecting Beck over beyonce and also for um almost born rushing the stage correct so he didn't win he didn't win anything he wasn't up for any awards but whose name are we talking about today kanye west yeah you know and i think it's not that funny like i think it's not that crazy what he did because he's just giving his opinion the same way everyone on twitter always gives their fucking opinion all the time unsolicited and they say all kinds of shit about who should have did this and who should have won that and mm-hmm. all that to me he's no different than just your average twitter motherfucker except that. his platform is much bigger than everybody's mm-hmm. and you know i don't believe in the whole like well once you have a big platform you got to use it a different way no nope. people just gonna mm-hmm. be themselves and yeah. if he thinks it's really important that beyonce should win over other people eh, i get it me too you know but um yeah anyway it's it's amazing it doesn't matter how many times he does it it, it will always be the biggest news of the uh of the day yes it will be crazy i, I, I don't know it's crazy to me um all right and uh yeah i saw him hugging taylor swift and kim to hug beyonce so sound like they cool so good good for everybody in that situation shit was getting out of control uh all right what else happened uh grammy related uh because i think there was a couple more grammy articles uh oh yeah iggy didn't win uh and there was an article that said does the rap community care if iggy wins the grammy this is before the grammys and they had quotes from different rappers and stuff um the rap community uh rick ross says the awards fail to recognize the genre's top talents the rap community doesn't feel like the rap grammy is in touch not at all he said this is music that powers from the streets if anything in the rap categories that's what should most definitely get recognized going to the root of it and not just certain artists the iggy azaleas i want to congratulate her on all her success but that doesn't represent the community at large yeah well does eminem's album represent the community at large Mm -mm. Mm mm-mm no not that last one raw spoke to the associated press on saturday uh before appearing on bmi's how i wrote that song panel raw said he appreciates the grammy award songwriting categories i respect the grammys being a writer he said but me being an artist and representing hip-hop no manny fresh a veteran hip-hop producer who has worked with ross and lil wayne says rappers have this grammy curse thing and it's kind of unspoken what it means is if you get a grammy people kind of downplay you like not like you really sold out, but it means your your music is kind of watered down, he said. And I've been nominated for Grammys, and believe me, if I would have won, I would have took it. At the same time, he said winning a Grammy can make rappers suddenly seem too big for the neighborhood clubs they played before. If you get a Grammy, people kind of think you're out of reach, so it kind of hurts you in a way. It's like, oh, how how now he has a Grammy, he won't be coming back to this small venue again. Still, Fresh doesn't begrudge Azalea her possible win, and says to those who do, make a better song than her. 
sean diddy Cone says grammy still matter but he does think azalea's popularity could give her an edge she has some big records that people don't realize a lot of people that are voters they kind of just know the names that are in the mainstream mm-hmm. if she worked hard to get where she's gotten nobody would should hate on it and the only people hating and the ones are the ones that are not nominated so uh she didn't win Mm-mm. uh she has some issues of her own though um apparently papa john's gave out her phone number papa john's get out my phone number um so i will be ordering only papa john's from now on um i would sue them if thank I you her. so much thank y'all thank y'all yeah, i would sue them uh, number she spent the afternoon leading up to the award show complaining about a delivery guy who gave her number to his family members <gasps> and then she took screenshots hello is this iggy azalea my brother had delivered some papa john's to you and he gave me the number on friday i'm your number one fan please call call, call me back please is this you please answer you are my idol and then she said i ordered a cheese pizza but instead i got tons of calls and messages like this one and of course i thought of course cheese (laughs) of course (laughs) of course you did (laughs) what are you gonna tell me next manny fresh orders a chicken pizza uh white people Iggy also said at Papa John's was my favorite pizza, but the d- drivers they use give out your personal phone number to their family members. Well, I mean, isn't it your fault for making it your favorite pizza? I mean, come on. Uh, Iggy says, and the supervisors at, at Papa John's refuse to send pictures of their employees so you can identify who it is that steals your information. By the way, you know what I like about this too? Uh, that's kind of funny is, She's a super, big, big time superstar. She just orders Papa John's like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she took another screenshot that said something about delivery slips sent my text, sent the text. My driver is currently on his way home to speak to his parents and his sister. I will give you more updates as they come in. And she's with pictures as her response. And she says, at Papa John's, this is all your supervisor has to say about it. Hashtag professional as fuck papa john's twitter account has yet to respond so they uh they said celebrate national pizza day today though mm-hmm. and then they egged iggy <laughs> yes they did so i guess she got egged by the grammys and then papa john's uh egged her mm-hmm. they should have paid men to respond no <laughs> um let's see was there any more grammy news all right uh yeah i think that was it all right cool let's get to regular news uh, speaking of pizza jobs, this one woman got this one girl got fired from her pizza job before she even started. Oh shit! She tweeted, "Ooh, I start this fuck ass job tomorrow," and then seven th- ah! seven thumbs down. Not this fuck ass job. Her name is Cella C E L L L A on Twitter. Three set three L's, uh, and um, she tweeted that. Uh, she wasn't looking forward to starting a fuck ass new job taking orders and making subs at Jets Pizza. Hey, they got one of those around here. They do, and I'm pretty sure, I don't know how many Jets Pizzas it is, but I guarantee you it's not a lot. Uh, because she'd heard it was a terrible place to work. Uh, fortunately, she doesn't have to work. Her boss found out that she complained about the job on Twitter and fired her before her first day even started. Yeah, because you use Jets Pizza, and I guarantee you somebody was rolling down. And got Jets Pizza in their uh <laughs> their, their, their little stream on Twitter and mm. found you out. 
at seller and no you don't start that fa job today i just fired you good luck with your no money no job life <laughs> seller didn't mention the pizza place by name franchise owner robert wapple damn he the owner you got time to do this petty ass shit right i guess if you rich though what is good what's better in life than the petty shit really if i could just be petty all day every day because i was that rich maybe i would do it i don't uh, have more important shit to do he said he found her tweet when one of his workers one of seller's future co-workers sent it to him if she hadn't been snitched on her new job would have been entailed working register taking phone orders making subs slash salads eating free pizza wapple tweeted how hard would that have been but according to other teens who've held fuck-ass jobs at the same pizza place the boss is a fat prick the pizza sucks and the job is only acceptable when you're stoned so seller's not really sweating it sellers responded uh to at doves you fry everyone says it sucks working there laugh my ass off that's why i'm not mad meanwhile wapple is getting into it on twitter with high schoolers who used to work for him <laughs> what oh which is productive use of time for everyone involved right yeah he said at does you fry being hard high would only partly explain how you could deliver a pizza to the wrong house multiple times you have no hockey skills damn this nigga petty as shit i kind of like him now though even though he's an ass yeah it seems like he's an asshole i kind of like i kind of like how petty he is <laughs> what a petty ass what a you petty don't have dude. nothing to do you arguing with teenagers about a crummy ass job that you barely probably paying above minimum wage oh my god oh what a dick <laughs> he said you ain't gotta worry about this fuck ass job though not no more you ain't got to worry about it oh that's something i would do oh i wish i was rich <laughs> i wish i was rich so i could just do shit like that oh oh oh, oh you don't want to work for me oh well don't worry about that i, I got you player you ain't got to worry about <laughs> we can take care of that yeah you ain't got to worry about stepping one foot up in jets yeah you ain't got to worry about going through the human resources bitch i am human resources um so apparently jeb bush has a new web chief um and uh you know because jeb bush might be about to run for president so uh he hired a new web chief bush's family like how's he related to george bush's brother oh oh, well damn uh the founder of hipster.com scrubbed more than 40 tweets denigrating the gay community and women after being hired by former florida governor jeb bush's budding presidential campaign ethan shahors or zahors twitter account went from 177 posts to 133 after bush hired him to serve as his chief technology officer oh so he tried to delete that shit nope governor bush believes the comments were inappropriate a spokesperson for bush said in a statement they have been deleted at our request ethan is a great talent in the tech world and we are very excited to have him on board the right to rise pac pack but you didn't see it inappropriate that you shouldn't hire him so that means to tell me that you thought what he said was acceptable uh let's be honest republicans they are anti-slut and anti-gay so i'm not shocked that he had they he this might have got him a raise a true you got a goddamn deal just delete those tweets but you keep that attitude (laughs) here's his tweets the gyms go wait the gold's gym in san francisco has a wide selection of free weights machines and men who undress you with their eyes while you work out most people don't know that Halloween is German for the night that girls with low with low self esteem dress like sluts. 
i know Lindsay lohan is supposed to die soon but i sure like to sleep with her before that happens when i burp in the gym i feel like it's my way of saying sorry guys but i'm not gay new study confirms old belief college female art majors are sluts science majors are also sluts but uglier so that dude is running a presidential campaign i'm sure that'll go great that makes sense yep jeb bush you know they know how to hire him Mm -hmm. doing a heck of a job brownie starting off on the right foot um let's see oh brian williams apparently uh got caught in another lie and shit uh he told varying versions of rocket fire in israel hezbollah war um Uh, you step down and nigga you might not come back yeah he's placed himself in dangerous situations but now everybody's wondering like how much danger Mm -hmm. and the answer seems to vary in addition to statements about his reporting from iraq and new orleans during hurricane katrina that are under review by NBC, williams has given various varying accounts of the risk he faced in reporting of israel's war with lebanese militant group uh hezbollah in 2006 because the the thing the thing is he lying about shit that people can research and review and you know it's it's not like it's small details like these are great huge details that you have witnesses and shit like that like you can't be lying about that yeah he he said there were rockets that passed underneath his helicopter he was riding in um during the interview but he didn't mention that his on his report on his own account on the helicopter trip which was on the nbc news blog in july the previous year in that version he was in a black helicopter helicopter at 1500 feet accompanied by a high-ranking general in the israeli defense forces and that rocket fire preceded them rather than pass beneath them williams wrote that the pilot reported some shelling right now they landed about 30 seconds ago williams wrote that he noticed trails of smoke and dust where rockets had landed in the countryside then he wrote i noticed something out of the window from a distance of six miles i witnessed a rocket launch a rising trail of smoke and then a second rocket launch an orange flash and more smoke as rockets headed off towards israel the description suggests that williams helicopter was near the rockets but does not claim the weapons were flying just beneath his airborne vehicle the anchor man offered more details a few weeks later damn he just couldn't keep stop lying see that's what happened when you get the story you just stick to one story and you stop telling it yeah and a lot of that honestly that sensationalism and you know you in this dangerous place and you got to make it appear dangerous and make it appear you know you getting the 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 next top story and and all this shit and i guarantee you he ain't the only one he's just one of the larger ones to get caught here's a view of rockets i've never seen passing underneath us 1500 feet beneath us and we've got summer doors on this thing i'm saying to the general some four star it wouldn't take much for them to adjust the aim and try to do a ring toss right through the open doors would it he ended the interview by telling john stewart anytime you want to cross over to the other side baby travel with me in other tales of danger in which he was a protagonist there also tends to be variations his story about traveling in the u.s army helicopter at the start of the iraq war changed gradually over the years until williams said the aircraft was attacked with a gun and rocket fire with gun and rocket fire and forced to make a nast a hasty landing does he not realize he's being filmed and taped when he says this shit? it's not like he's flying the planes <laughs> right like you're not flying the helicopters the other people that were there are like that didn't happen 
right so there's real witnesses that they can go back and ask he said the pilot of the craft was wounded in the attack and received a purple heart but that story was disputed by soldiers who said williams helicopter was never attacked and the crew was not hurt it set in motion a rapid chain of events williams apologized and then voluntarily took him took himself off a top rated broadcast nbc nightly news with brian williams for an unspecified period saying the controversy about his remarks have become a distraction Mm-mm, you didn't come back to work <clears throat> i thought you know NBC says they're reviewing his William statements, and it has not announced any disciplinary action. They won't. He'll just disappear and never come back. You're supposed to go on David Letterman Sunday night. He did not. He canceled. Yeah, of course, because you know they're going to ask you about that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. I don't know how he's going to fix that. Mm-mm. Because at my news station, you wouldn't be coming back to work yeah <laughs> i wouldn't publicly say that shit like we're doing this song and dance right now mm-hmm. but time gonna pass and you just ain't gonna come back that you know you know i ain't gonna be nasty with it we're not gonna go through the public thing you just ain't gonna come back to work racy movie 50 shades of gray sold out for weeks in america's most homophobic states advanced ticket sales for 50 shades of gray are booming in states where same-sex marriage remains illegal the Universal Pictures film ad- adaptation of the erotic novel E.L. James has already become the highest grossing R-rated movie in pre-release sales on the Fandango website. Mm. Ticket sales for the movie, which opens Thursday, are particularly strong in Arkansas, Kentucky, and Mississippi, with pre-show sales three or four times higher than average. Yeah, because uh, what, a lot of, what a lot of people uh, forgot is that it was one of the highest selling books uh, when it came out, like that book was like on on that hundred chart for weeks and months, like for a very, very long period of time. So it's a lot of women that have read these books, a lot of teenagers that have read these books. A lot of people want to see how do they take a lot of what they read and made it, and a lot of it is is erotica. So you know, a lot of uh, women are turned on by it, you know, and things like that. So it's just one of the things where people just want to see see it. Um, and I hope they enjoy it. Uh, like I said, it's rated R and not rated X. So I don't know how much you're going to really get of the, the story. And also I think it's one of those things where, uh, people having their mind, almost like comic book, people to read comic books, you have in your mind, uh, what you think is going to happen or images and, you know, we'll see how they feel. Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. Um, I honestly think a lot of people are bashing it because it's women and fuck women. You know, but if your woman wants to go see this movie, let her see the movie and enjoy it. I think it's gonna be the new Dirty Dancing. Okay, <clears throat> okay, you know. that makes and I, I ain't gonna, I love the hell out of that movie and that soundtrack was everything. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah, like if you're really into underage sex, you know, Dirty Dancing is your movie. Um, uh, audiences are also eager to see the film, which depicts a master and servant sexual relationship between a college student and a businessman in Alabama, Iowa, Louisiana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Tennessee, and West Virginia. With the exception of Iowa and West Virginia, all these states are among the remaining 13 where same-sex marriage is banned uh, through constitutional amendment and state law. Uh, now, I don't know what the correlation is there, but it is funny that mm-hmm. <laughs> all those states do fall into that. Like, it is a funny coincidence, you know. I don't know. Um, Alabama's chief justice on Sunday ordered state judges and employees to disobey a federal ruling legalizing same-sex marriage in the state, but many probate judges issue such marriage licenses anyway. Uh, right, Religious right-wing media watchdogs are warning the film promotes violence and unhealthy attitudes 
uh toward women well no the left is doing that too because we read some of those mm-hmm. i don't know raw story i think this article is biased uh complaining the movie deserves a more restrictive rating um <clears throat> but uh yeah i i just think it's funny that it's sold out for weeks in some places forget where just right i didn't really like this 50 shades of gray about to hit like a motherfucking hurricane man it, it, it better not be bad or or is it one of those things where it can't be bad because you look for it so much there's no way anyone's gonna be let down i think i you know for a lot of people i think that's it they's like this is my this is my shit whatever yo you know how that thing is did you be like i don't give a fuck like he had we they probably feel like that how we feel about transformers we don't give a fuck about what happens we're gonna see it and we're gonna enjoy it so it's just one of those things for a lot of women you know they're like I can get rid of goddamn kids. I can get rid of my husband. I can go drink wine and spend some time with my girls. And we're going to enjoy this motherfucking movie. Yeah. Don't give a fuck about what's happening or going on. I'm just going to enjoy it. A doctor told a 34-year-old man he has just 100 orgasms left because of a unique penis disorder. Oh. 100 orgasms. I didn't know y'all had a limit. I know. Not everybody. You said a disorder, Karen, is unique. So everybody doesn't have a limit. I well, well women do, but uh, yeah, not 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 for orgasm, but you know, eggs and things like that. But I thought y'all just it come out and shit just reproduces on its own. Uh, so um, yeah, apparently the thirty-four-year-old man who says he knows with certainty the exact number of orgasms left to him. Better use it sparingly. Uh. 30, the bro bible tells the compelling story of rls who uh has been diagnosed with idiopathic fibrosis of the corpora cavernosa by do- his doctors and as a result he has exactly 100 in his own words real working orgasm capable erections remaining far and wide this living nightmare has been reported by the media you cannot imagine the feeling rls writes in a letter to bro bible wow um uh, fuck that shit i'm 34 years old and i have a i'm 34 years old and i have a finite amount of real working orgasm capable erections remaining 34 they estimate i have about 100 nuts left you cannot imagine the feeling i go in for what i think is a routine physical and i'm blindsided my whole life changes in an instant like hearing you have six months to live i honestly thought the doctor was fucking with me how do you even process that kind of information but i now see the full battery of experts and specialists they call it idiopathic fibrosis of the corpora cavernosa. Catchy, right? <clears throat> Basically, there's a reservoir in your penis that fills with blood when you have an erection. In my case, every time I get hard, it causes an autoimmune reaction that causes scar tissue to build up in the reservoir. Ultimately, the scar tissue will make it impossible to ever get a boner again. In the first case, anyone's, I'm the first case anyone's ever seen. And no one can tell me why it's happening. I don't wear briefs and I hang out in, or hang out in saunas. There's been no blunt force trauma to the ball. Some of the women from my past have suggested this karma. I'm actually starting to believe it. I've tried every conceivable therapy and medication there is, but nothing works. So I've been through five stages of grief. I accept my fate, but that's not the same as knowing how to cope with it. Masturbation's obviously out of the question. He's like, I'm not wasting these nuts on nothing but pussy. I don't blame him. Uh, this is going to make a great movie. No, 100 huh. orgasms. I feel like I need to be super selective with women, all as if all of a sudden I'm going to start banging Victoria's Secrets models. 
like i deserve it now it's some sort of twisted wait make a wish or dot for a dying penis bid and lately i'm terrified of sex itself i slept with one woman since the diagnosis but when she wanted to go for a second round a wave of incredible panic swept over me of course it's like no i ain't wasting two orgasms on you are you crazy mm-hmm. that's that's like two percent of my orgasms for the rest of my life i burst into a cold sweat and my felt my chest felt like it was gonna cave in on itself since then i've been chased as a fucking nun chase is a fucking nun but i toss and turn all night with crazy disturbing sex dreams and now i'm worried that i'll lose a nut to a wet dream (laughs) (laughs) oh dang so i'm hoping to start a dialogue here has anyone out there experienced anything like this how does one go about planning a farewell tour goodbye forever to sex and advice any advice suggestions would truly be appreciated damn damn they only got 18 uh 17 comments nobody knows anything about this um so of course not but yeah 100 orgasms the 100 100 bottles of nuts on the wall 100 <laughs> bottles of nut take one down you pass it around 99 bottles of nut on the wall <laughs> um kendrick lamar released a song today he did yeah i think it was in response to his comments about mike brown and ferguson and shit and how he got that backlash um because uh people you know went in on him um so you know uh i think i don't think the backlash he got was deserved as much as people went in but at the same time i'm not here to save that dude you gotta decide for yourself how uh upset you're gonna be about his stuff but basically a month ago um he i think he was getting interviewed by billboard and he said i wish somebody would look in our neighborhood knowing that it's already a situation mentally where it's fucked up what happened to mike brown should have never happened never but when but when we don't have respect for ourselves how do we expect them to respect us it starts from within don't start with just a rally don't start from looting it starts from within you know a lot of people got very upset about it they're like this is respectability politics um this is uh you don't love yourself this is self-hate you hate the black people you hate the community i thought a lot of that stuff was hyperbole yeah and everybody's experience is different being black i get tired of people thinking that when a black person even black people get to the point when a black person speaks out they feel like you're speaking for everybody so they got to come out and say something against you yeah and i honestly do feel like he's speaking for a certain mentality correct that does exist but we don't really hear it and i don't really think the end result is is justified but there's a certain mentality of people that yeah they will kill each other and there is gang violence and there is black on black violence that those specific people that purvey that violence he's like well when uh police kill somebody they treat it as if like oh well now i'm really upset and it's like well we should value ourselves and be upset anytime one of us dies not just for this now the problem with making that argument is there's a lot of people who make that argument and they're so disingenuous that we can't allow that argument to be pervasive so you know things like um don lemon would make that argument or bill o'reilly would make the well what about black on black crime that's essentially the same argument Mm -hmm. and but we know that they're only saying that to derail the discussion so i think when kendrick steps into this uh already heated debate 
offering his two cents not realizing what that's going to be affiliated with what's that going to represent people going to have a negative reaction to that shit because it just immediately reminds them of all the people that have ever used black on black crime to completely derail a conversation about how the police are terrorizing our neighborhoods sometimes Mm -hmm. so i think that's what happened to him so he released this song um the black of the berry is the name of it um i'll play it the it's about five minutes long the third verse is the most important one
i think this verse is the one that's mostly about his comments from the article if he if he made the song before that um and then just released it it definitely i mean it reads almost like word for word like a defensive what he was saying so in 2015, when I finish this, if you listen, then sure you will agree. This plot is bigger than me. It's generational hatred. It's cynicism. It's grimy. Little justification. I'm African American. I'm African. I'm black as the heart of a fucking area. I'm black as the name of Tyrone and Darius. Excuse my French, but fuck you. No, fuck y'all. That's as blunt as it gets. I know you hate me, don't you? You hate my people. I can tell because it's threats when I see you. I can tell because your waist is equal. No, I can tell because you in love with the desert eagle. Thinking maliciously, he get a chain, then you gon' bleed him. It's funny how Zulu and Dosa might go to war. Two tribal armies that want to build and destroy. Remind me- so he's, he's, he's saying it's funny how... Uh, the Zulu tribe will go to war with another tribe in Africa. Um, and then he's about to relate that to Bloods and Crips going to war in their own community as well. Yeah, these Compton Crip gangs that live next door. Beefing with pop rules, only death settled the score. So no matter how much I say I like to preach with the Panthers, or tell Georgia State Marcus Garvey got all the answers, or try to celebrate February like it's my B-Day, or eat watermelon chicken and Kool-Aid on weekdays, or jump high enough to get Michael Jordan endorsements, or watch BET because urban support is important. So why did I weep when Trayvon Martin was in the street, when gang banging make me kill a nigga blacker than me? So basically his point is why did I cry why cry for Trayvon Martin but meanwhile gang issues and gang violence got me killing people that look like Trayvon Martin every day you know I mean I feel like this is the most eloquent you can make the argument that he's making and I do feel like there's a certain segment of the population that you know i don't think this shit will matter like i don't think they're gonna be like i heard this song and now i'm not gonna kill nobody but um i think the argument can be made to certain people like hey mm-hmm. killing each other is just like that like that's just as fucking sad like you like we can't be erasing each other's lives as well the problem is combined with the article it kind of presents this false ultimatum of like well if you do th- like if we stop doing this then this other like the outside forces that kill people will cease to exist like this racism and prejudice and profiling that tears the community down will somehow cease to to matter or cease or cease to happen and i just think that's kind of a false ultimatum and it's not realistic yeah that's yeah i just feel like it's not like it i i think this happens a lot for black people where we're just solution oriented. We're trying to come up with solutions for the stuff that plagues our community and, and, and the issues that we all deal with. But I think sometimes we skip over the fact that we just underestimate how pervasive racism and stereotypes and, and, and just, um, prejudice can be, you know, like, Hey, everybody could wear their pants up. They're still going to fucking profile you. Police are still going to, you know uh treat you like a suspect it doesn't like they don't really care about the community in that way you know they don't care to 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 separate it out and a lot of just uh america in general does not care about that you know the way that uh, the death of trayvon martin can become a 50 50 split you know on tv and let's bring in an expert to say he was terrible let's bring in ann coulter let's bring it you know like this is an industry now 
this is no this isn't like it's bigger than just well if if pyrus and crips all got along you know what i mean like it's bigger than that you know but he's an artist i think he has a right to express that sentiment um even if i think it's pie in the sky shit you know um but i don't I don't have the disdain for kendrick that other people have I, oh, no, you know I and i still like that song and i still gonna play it um because that shit was dope but uh that's the most eloquent you can make the argument because basically he started the whole first four minutes of the song by being like this is how black i am i know i'm black y'all i'm not new black i'm not right you know I'm, like i'm not i know people look at me and they see a nigga and they see a monkey and they see all this shit and you know what i accept that because i'm proud of who i am fuck y'all you know it's a very angry song but then you get towards the end and he's like i'm a hypocrite because i cried over trayvon martin but when someone dies in gang violence i'm not upset which you know i don't know man when he did sing about me i felt like he was kind of crying for the sadness and the lives lost and you know when i mean fuck good kid mad city is all about how transformative transformative his experience was because of dabbling in crime and shit and realizing that you know people could die with this shit so i don't know i feel like it's a a bit contradictory for kendrick to say but i also feel like everybody's kind of growing on their journey and hopefully this will be um some shit that we look back on and be like you know i'm glad he grew from that because you know i hope he doesn't just think we can kind of wish it away or whatever you know like oh if we just stop if there weren't no gangs everybody be alive you know i hope that's not the you know his final say on it i don't think it is uh there's like a minute left of this beat i think But uh, yeah, what'd you think about it? Hmm. I thought that he was basically similar to what you were saying. He's like, I'm black, y'all. I know I'm black. Because he described himself in such detail and how people view him and what people say about him. So he's basically saying, I'm not oblivious to the reality that I'm black and also, I think when he was talking about the Crips and the Bloods and things like that, I think he was talking about it's the same concept. I also think that um, he also, I mean, maybe my interpretation of it is like he was saying, I cry when both, like I cry when Crips and Bloods get killed. I cry when Trayvon Martin, like this shit affects me. And I, from my interpretation, I think it was one of those things where he was saying, people are coming at me but i do care and people are saying it like i just don't care but the shit does matter to me even though you heard it a certain way even though you interpreted it a different way and the thing about it is that his reality is his reality and sometimes i think 
people want to put their own personal reality and the way they live onto other people and say, my reality should be your reality and you should only understand the world like I do. And that's not realistic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens from that. Cause I don't know. I like, it's all kind of fresh. We'll see when the thick pieces come out. Correct. Cause they're going to come out. Yeah. Um, all right. What else do I want to talk about? Well, actually let's move into our segments. So we can start wrapping it up. Got a late start today. Um, let's do a baller alert first. Um, oh shit! Yeah, let's go ahead and handle that. options everybody number one my night with riffraff from g's to gent please no rude comments <laughs> groupie tells i slept with little deval and his old lady oh lord that's number two number three ballerific relationships inconsistent men shame on you by miller Green. that's number three number four groupie tales Sex with Shannon Brown is what wet dreams are made of. And number five, court documents detail how Iggy Azalea met Hefe Wine and how she may have lied in court. Uh, give me a, give me your numbers, guys. Let me know. One, 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 one. Everybody said, okay, I think we can stop at one. Everybody wants to know about fucking with Riff Raff. Right. Uh, by the way, this in, uh, um hold on actually yeah here we go oh shit breaking news spider-man will appear in upcoming marvel movies <laughs> yes yes mm. love it yes marvel yes he will appear in a yet as as yet unspecified movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, oh, are they gonna have that same actor to get somebody else? I don't know. I don't oh, know that the dude details. Can, that dude can act his ass off. They're not. They didn't get the rights to Disney. Just he will be in a movie in some way, shape, or form. Yes, because they they like we want that money too. Mm, I love it. Love it. I like this breaking news. Mm-hmm. So, uh, back to the five star. Only thing that would be better if you say Halle Berry not coming back to the X Men. Uh, X Men, but yes, X Men. X Men. I think that's I'll what love that. Them. I think that's what that dude that got delivered had X Men. Ah, <laughs> yes, he did a lot of X Men. <laughs> he wanted all the men's out of his life. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have X Men's no more. Uh, my night with Riff Raff from G's to Gent, please. No rude comments by Miss Quindice. I really do not know where to start with this one. Well, some of you are going to laugh at the fact who this person is. Well, anyway, I met Riff Raff on Twitter back in July of 2010, and I gave him my number and told him to call or text me. Now, some of y'all might be going, who the fuck is Riff Raff? Uh, correct. You know, that's my question. Well, uh, I probably heard the music before and just was like, keep it beat the hell out of it. Uh, yeah, I'll play some of his music for you, Karen. If you, uh, if, uh, you want to, if you want to hear, um, uh, what is my, uh, this is one of his songs. Tiptoeing as Jordans. I don't know if you ever seen him interviewed, but uh, I think this is an interview with him for the Fader magazine. This is crazy. I never did this before. It's a gummy bear in my throat. It's large, so you might have some difficulties hearing me. Is it okay if I sit like this? It's okay. It's, like, it's called the, the Chinese uh, praying mantis. The praying mantis. The hardest part about being me is like when you ball on such an eccentric level, like. It's keeping your finances, um, like, budget below standard because, like, if I'm balling and I'm spending, like, 10000 a day, then I'll be like, okay, that's not enough. I need to be spending, like, 20000 a day. In high school, I was balling. I would go to school, but I would get kicked out because I, I wouldn't wear a shirt. But then they let me back in because they were like, okay, but we got a fashion show, so you need to come back and you need to, like, show us how to put the, the creases in the pants. My biggest dream... What? Does it really make no sense? I can't tell if he has contacts or what. Why is his eyes so dilated? I don't know, but the hair on his face looked like 
And then, I need to color yeah, it in. So. James Franco, <laughs> yeah, he's he's in movies and stuff like crazy. James Franco, riffraff, riffraff. James Franco, like I mean, Franco, Raff, Franco, James riffraff. I mean, it's all it's all pretty much the same thing. Hockey fit. Is he fried hot? Okra, fried mashed potatoes, Twizzlers, and also other like uh, municipals. You want to get your fresh fruits and vegetables, and then you want to batter dip that, and then you want to steam fry that. Okay. You so keep in mind, someone fucked him. Okay, Karen. Uh, here's mm. him with a freestyle. This is on the stop free on the spot freestyle. Last name, evil, first name, It's a fucking invasion, you bastard. A seven seven sixty hip hop. Listen, this is what I'm gonna do, man. I'm going to put Riff Raff on the motherfucking spot. Invasion Radio exclusive. Yeah, come on. He just got that big cosign. Uh, Let's see what I'm he's got. So, I'm so scared. I'm, sh- I'm shivering in my boot. Are we going right now? Oh, we're going right yeah. now. We're going to turn the phone off. Hey, right, watch me turn my phone off. Here we go. Here we go. We t- hey, you see that beef ba- barbecue play? Look, look. Damn. That's off. You see me? Well, we going live? We going in. We about to turn up. Bring the rice out. We empty. We answer. Who this? This future, huh? Bringing that right side. This out. that same damn time. Shout out, future. Hey, hey. I step in the game like it's lights out. I, I'm finna take a shit, put out the lights out. Yeah, DJ Greenland, I'm finna take off. They they figured out from NASA where I'm finna blast off. I, I swung through Houston a couple times, but I swung Atlanta. Now I'm in East Atlanta. I'm a bitch, I'm high like a candle. I come up kind of thick, who fat bitch, and she, she packing double stuff. Them double stuff Oreos. I scoop up Slim Thug and I swing on foes. Bitch, I ride on elbows. OG, OG Ron C. Chop me, y'all ain't no knockdown hoes like dominoes. Finna sign with the Neff. I ain't tell you about the million dollars. I ain't got to say it by myself. I put my career on the shelf. Co-signed by Diplo, five years strong, pull out the pistol real slow, and I ain't never been aggressive. I swing, with, uh, bitch, I swing on pedestrian, that's a civilian, <laughs> and I work for Puerto times five. That's oh, them poor pedestrians. On the, on the Lone Shore Drive, and now I'm in the Shark Tank, rap gang Tom Hank, I, <laughs> I swing Gold Bank, I swing at 47. I pack a Mac 11, we at 7-Eleven. <laughs> we in the stove, blowing out the moat. These haters talking down, I'm colder than some snow. I'm colder than Alaska. I'm colder than a penguin's kneecap. You already know that if she, if she snap, if that bitch got to go work a 9 to 5, you already know how I get down. I'm finna play NBA Live on 2013. <laughs> oh, I'm Lord. I'm Jim Beam. You know, I got to stay with five vegetables a day. I eat my green beans, but they made by Versace. My TV has to talk ah! and my shoes made by Horachi. Them some Nikes. I got your girlfriend trying to fight me. She fish fry me next weekend. That bitch trying to enlighten me. She's telling me, could you please stay off my girlfriend? You already know that my money don't never end. I got to keep shit going like I'm a waterfowl. Like Bob Cousy, I was born to bow. <laughs> and my TV. All right, all right, all right. That's enough. <laughs> all right. Oh, that shit is terrible. Now back to this groupie tale. 
um so she said you know i gave him my number uh i met him off of twitter back in july 2010 and i gave him my number and told him to call or text me that same day he did and the first thing he did was he was wanted to come out to california and see me i told him how uh i told him how about i come to texas where you are uh because i didn't want him to know where i lived at so soon so we talked for about a couple of weeks so in august me and my cousin flew out to texas to see him he picked us up from the airport and everything as soon as we got into the car he looked like he either had just popped a pill or was drunk or something i paid it no mind his boy asked my cousin and i did we smoke i said no i don't but my cousin took a hit of his blunt we were driving for about an hour and we pulled up to an apartment that he lives in and he asked me to come back into the back room and talk to him so i did he kept telling me i usually only mess with white girls and i said well the way you carry yourself it seemed like you like black girls and he just smiled and said but i see you are different and asked me what did i want to do and i said it's up to you he popped a pill and told me to take my leggings off and kept looking at my ass and said, can I put my dick in your ass? I told him, yeah. So he bent me over and started fucking me in my ass like super hard and fast and would not stop pulling my hair. So he kept fucking me in my ass for about 30 minutes straight. What is happening with this story? And he asked me to beat his dick off in my mouth. I started doing it. He kept saying, baby, pull on my balls. I was thinking to myself, what is wrong with him? right but you were doing it oh what is that about this is what you ask what is wrong with him not that (laughs) fuck me in my ass the first 15 minutes of us being alone right that's you don't question that though okay right what is wrong with you come come in my mouth shit we better have a relationship you fucking me in my ass no sir so he finally came in my mouth and i got up to take a shower he grabbed me by my stomach and said where you going i ain't done with you he pushed me back on the dead on the bed and stuck his dick in my pussy and I start and started stroking me real slow. Then I told him to stop and let me get on top. I so I got on top and started riding him and pulling on his braids. Soon as I started riding him, he uh him he came really fast and told me to get up or could he bust inside of me. I told him no he couldn't, so he got up and went to the bathroom. So after I came to see him in Texas, we talked for a couple months, still it got to the point where he wanted to move with me he would send me money and buy my shoes my shoe game is crazy so he made sure i stayed in louboutins ysl jeffrey campbell sergio rossi rossi some of my faves smiley face say what you want to about riffraff but he's a really nice guy but we both have different paths in life so we want so in life we want to go on i don't think he could handle a girl like me and i I did not think i could handle his lifestyle so we got some comments University of Smitty says, oh, my God, gross. Size 2 Press Willis, you dig, says, <laughs> I know that's right. Finally, a group of tell that makes sense. You hoes need to take notes, especially you pretty ugly. Sleeping with a married man, but talking about you catching feelings and shit. Don't nobody want to hear about falling in love and the rest of the shit y'all hoes be posting. Get that money and keep it moving. I don't give a damn what he looks like. BW too damn caught up in looks. That's why I love my Beckys. White women will fuck a dude who's 85 years old but a billionaire while black women talking about some, ooh, this is a business we are in. Check your personal issues at the door. I see you, Miss Quidice. We going in. <laughs> That's how personal. Size 2 Press Willie's you dig is not, not a mm-hmm. game. Pretty Pretty says, um, I wouldn't, wait, hold on. 
nothing well she says nothing ugly about me at all boo boo obviously she didn't want for much because all she got was some bags and shoes and if that's your idea of getting money and sleep you sleep and lost it <laughs> l-o-s-t-e-d lost it if you're going to date a baller for money then do so as a stepping stone to network getting him to front money for a business invest and cds bonds property only a dummy would think she got the upper hand because last time i checked that shit got worn out like a pussy uh and then there's a quote am i on the first page why is this uh oh i missed a page okay that's why i was like it seemed like they already responding to shit where people was mad at each other okay and I'm like, yeah, I was like, it seemed like there's comments where they respond like, y'all bitches is petty. It's like, who are you talking to? <laughs> it's only been two comments. Uh, so I guess let me go to page one, load that bad boy up, and then we'll go back. Okay. Is that him? Is, is If so, what's that green stuff? <laughs> Where's the pick? Ooh, ATM, ass to mouth, LOL, in my Cameron voice. Laugh my ass off. Uh, there's nothing wrong with being a hoe. I'm just sickened by that dude, Miss Quadee said. At Sack Chaser, ha ha, I'm far from a hoe. Sorry. And someone posted, laugh my ass off. Riff Raff, the name says it all. Didn't think anyone was checking for him, but okay, do you. Uh, that's pretty pretty. Uh, Miss Callie says, yeah, yeah, then she rode him. Can we say yeast infection? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Cause someone asked, so he put peen in your ass and then you suck feces off his peen? Sexy. Oh. Nene Two Live says, girl, you, you earned every benefit. <laughs> <laughs> Black Food Jones says, lol, first off, this cat did a song with the dude with the disability, 50 Tyson. Secondly, his name is Riff Raff. Third, he looks like a bag of Skittles with all them damn colors he rocks. Jeez. Lol, I can't, I just can't uh ally in wonderland said laugh my ass off plus 10 but i have so many questions please answer in the order they are presented thanks in advance one so you fucking him raw four exclamation points uh four no four question marks two so if he would have just not called you after the fact all that would have been in vain then right uh she spelled vain the wrong way maybe it is in her veins though <laughs> who knows the infection <laughs> dick oh, right three did you really fuck you did he really have him fuck you in the ass he came in your mouth and fuck you in your pussy really though first time four did he present his all clear card because all this on the first time is a bit much which leads me to believe he does this often right five and did you really find him riffraff attractive before you met him six that nigga can buy you ysl louis times but lives in the, what nigga can buy you YSL and Louboutins are still lives in the apartment and wants to move with you. Right. Uh, just in case you think that's not what you said, here it is for you in the bold. And she copied and pasted <laughs> it. Okay, so that's all for now. Sack Chaser responded, there's nothing wrong with me being a hoe. I'm just sick about that dude. Oh, no, okay, that was something else. Uh, DJ AKA Don Juan says, closes my casket at this shit right here. Laugh my <laughs> ass off. <laughs> Correct, correction, I have been TKO'd by all the comments uh empower woman aka spicy said did you consider him to be a celebrity and she put that in question it quotes with two uh question marks on the end so i'm gonna say that's sarcasm she don't think riffraff is a celebrity and this was 2010 i don't either so uh 2011 so this was before he really blew up anyway to what he is now 
Uh, let's see. Now back to where we were. Girl, if that works for you, said Miss Fatback. Just me said grossest group retail ever, hands down, but the comments are pure hilarity. Uh, Meese, M E S E says, when I read the title, I was like, who the Sam hell is riffraff? <laughs> right. Then I clicked on the post. I was like, that fool? All I know is that I have hangover and this story did not help. Shaking my head, blanks fucking stare at my ass is clean. Can't today. I can't. Um, someone, uh, quoted, uh, the woman who had Miss Pretty Pretty's back and gave her a plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so plus one. Oh no, she gave a plus one to plus pretty. One? She gave a one to plus one to Miss Pretty Pretty. Miss Pretty Pretty was the one who said, uh you better make sure he invests in you don't just give away no ass right um he said okay so what's the point of you doing this post if you didn't want people to comment i'll wait because somebody was like why y'all comment right and you are posting on bottle alert yeah sack chaser said um i did not have sex with him because i wanted anything i have my own money i don't need his or anyone else please no and just me said but weren't you bragging because he helped you keep your shoe game tight right they be knowing. They be keeping tabs on them answers. They them lies. Uh, someone said, uh, the person who had her back, Black Foo Jones, responded, by far you have to be the dumbest, funniest person here. Keep doing you, dumb, dumb. Um, that, Dallas Bad Yellow said, I am proud that you own those things. Bravo for you. Oh, because, okay, Miss Quadee said, um, like I said before earlier, I don't need these ballers to take care of me. I am 22 years old, have my own house and career. They often do buy me things I don't ask. It's just a rush being with somebody famous. Get it? So Dallas Bad Yellow said, one, I'm proud of you that you own those things. Bravo for having that. But I think most people's issue about the story is, A, it didn't sound like protection was used. B, purse first, ass last. And C, <laughs> purse first, ass last. <laughs> That's so good. Right. See, as far as being famous, I'm from Texas and never heard of old dude till today. Not being the moral police, but the story sounds like some young-minded hoe shit, regardless if you were trying to get anything from him or not. But your addition of bragging about the shoes he bought after speaks to you of being after speaks to you of being proud of what you did. However you read, you lead your life, be safe. A careful cause having a how be safe and careful because having a house and a career doesn't immune you from getting stds or aids immune you okay it doesn't immune you from getting stds or aids immune you yeah and when you post anything you are be, not immune to right uh okay. be prepared to have other state their pain you open the door not us you wanted your story told so be ready when someone has something to say about it there's nine pages of comments we can't do them all Ooh. Uh, but I will do a couple more. Eleven eight says I met Riff Raff a few years ago. Yes, that's Mike Epps in the back. Um, next time I saw him, he was shooting a video and wearing acrylic nails. That is, that's all. Um, and somebody said Sack Chaser said he looks like a clown to me. I would have kept this story to myself. And oh, Power he- Woman HK Spicy said laughing our ass off. Y'all tearing up in there in here. Uh, and dumb dumb, I just can't. LOL, waiting for Juice to come back with her expertise at 11 8. Nice smile, wish I had your cheeks. All I have is high cheekbones. <laughs> Side two prayers, Willie's your dick, says, uh, that name. Still trying to figure out why folks think she didn't use protection. Assuming things make 
you just that and ass and black food jones yeah you could get it in the worst way smooches but your your reckless is recklessness is unworthy let homegirl get whatever she's after isn't that why we all hear a bunch of non-critical thinking heifers el marie says walking the threads it keeps on fucking walking <laughs> mckenna hilton says after reading this all i could think about was salmonella e coli hiv and aids oh i'm as down for a thrill as the next girl but ain't nothing thrilling about communicable diseases ew material girl says all i can say is gross but whatever floats your boat sweetie just me says if you use a condom why did he ask you if it was okay to nut in you yeah yeah what are you talking about why would he use a condom yeah that doesn't even make sense uh so uh someone says lol girl thanks for the laugh you must be a super freak beautiful brownie says if they wore protection what was the point to not get pregnant apparently it wasn't a safeguard from diseases she let him squirt in her mouth but do you girl and heaven so extra said she said not to be rude i was going to oblige but this is wrong on so so many levels and i feel like it's my duty to point all of them out one who is riffraff <laughs> i'm with you girl i'm with you two you didn't want him coming coming to cali where you could have gotten a hotel room but you traveled to texas to go to his apartment three i usually only mess with white girls but you're different Four, you let him bone you in your ass? Five, where was the condom? <laughs> Questions people want to know. Six, you let him bone you in your ass within hours of meeting him. Then you put it in your mouth with then your vagina? And after all this, your shoe game is crazy? Oh, okay. It, she was disgusted. She was like, this bitch. Yeah. Uh, just me replied, read what you wrote. Then maybe you'll understand why everyone keeps asking about a condom. Secondly, basic sex education tells you that you should not put a penis that has been inside your anal cavity anywhere else until it's been thoroughly clean. No one is mad or shocked that you had anal sex. It's just that your story is filled with seemingly unsafe happiness. You're only 22, so don't get upset that people want to offer you guidance. It's what we do. We're all getting your, we're all for getting your freak on, but be safe about it. Side note, instead of having niggas buy you shoes, you can afford on your own get that money and make mortgage payments pay off your home faster <laughs> damn they be thinking who's that just me i like her they were like you they were like look be smart you're gonna hold be a smart hoe yeah um someone else beautiful brownie says uh because miss quadee said did i ever mention i got a disease i always use protection sorry lol and beautiful Brian said, apparently you don't know, enough, you don't know nothing about the human body. Intercourse isn't the only way you get STDs. You can get them orally also, shaking my head. And at this point, you probably wouldn't know if you had some disease such as HIV, syphilis, etc. There is a thing called incubation period, lay dormant during the period. And you, uh, and you haven't reached that during, uh, period for HIV. It's up to six months, syphilis up to 90 days, et cetera. Since y'all been talking a month, <clears throat> the fact that you let him squirt in your mouth and the minute you met him, sorry, I doubt you do always use protection. But then again, it doesn't matter since you're slurping up semen 10 minutes into the meeting. But like I said before, girl, do you? That's a read right there. Yeah, that is. Jesus. And then everybody just kept be like, yes, girl, uh, this right here, please educate the little baby. She needs to go have her dino on speed dial. Oh, Lord. Siren said, Jesus be a fence around the young and misguided. What? <laughs> God 
can't bring Jesus. Jesus don't want nothing to do with this. Jesus is like, nope, not me. Jesus is like, I'm, I'm walking through this thread. Side note, you need better friends. Real friends would have told you, number one, this is one of those things you keep to yourself stories that nobody really needs to know about. Number two, this ninja is no celebrity. Number three, you need to revisit basic safe sex 101. All right, man. Uh, where's my five star? Ball, the ball alert style sound like Instagram. <laughs> I know. Good grief, man. They went in on her. All right. Let's go. Ain't a fast star bitch. Ain't guest the race no song let's just get into it cool it's late um a georgia woman 82 was arrested for theft of a seven dollar and 39 cent bottle of sexiest fantasy body spray sure to drive any man wild oh an 82 year um 82 year old woman was arrested for spilling sex for stealing that bottle i was talking about from a cvs pharmacy in georgia annalise young was caught by a store employee who spotted her placing the item into her purse on January 27th. The elderly woman then walked out of CVS without paying for the fireworks fragrance. Can you imagine? It is, she 82, she gonna get it on. Game yes. bang granny. What? This is driving crazy. Young was then confronted by an employee outside the store just for 2 p.m. The pensioner was apoplectic, admitted to the theft, and handed over sexiest fantasies spray. The fireworks fragrance of Sexiest Fantasies provides a burst of sensuality as plump wild strawberries, succulent peaches, and voluptuous vanilla come together, apparent, according to the manufacturer. Sound like some BBWs. Plump, succulent, voluptuous. Ah! I need to get dick. some of this. Right. The ingredients create a fragrance as addictive and seductive as the woman who wears it. The product is sure to drive men wild. Um, the CVS employee called Richmond County Sheriff's Office to report Young. <clears throat> Deputies arrested the woman after the worker advised that she did not wish to prosecute. Young was later booked into Richmond County Jail. The woman arrest uh, the woman's arrest came just five days after another attempted shoplifter. Okay, I don't care about him. All right, guess the race of Annalise Young, the 82 year old uh, shoplifter. Should be Annalise Old. Right. Over some body spray. That's not a race. Let's see. White says William. Oh, white woman. Women love CVS says Lex. Um, white says recognize taste. White didn't shove those young bloods out the way so she could get her swerve on. Former field hand. Old black woman getting it ready for riffraff. Oh, Lord. Popeye spokeswoman. The correct answer is white. Oh my, that pick. Some of y'all missed it. Oh, 
she was gonna get it on wasn't she and popping about to get to that old folks home and be like let's set this thing out um all right let's see um here's a story uh this is scary uh a real estate appraiser joey poindexter was convicted thursday of sexually assaulting four men oh that he met at bars and lured into his maryland home let me see if i can play this video of 40 year old joy poindexter with a student he had gotten drunk playing beer pong at a college park pub it was october 3rd 2013 poindexter took the young man to his gaithersburg home and sexually assaulted him the next day the student didn't remember anything but went to police who had him record a telephone call to poindexter you know no matter what did happen or didn't happen like I said, I was pretty trash. And if it makes you feel any better, I don't have any AIDS if anything did happen. Last week, Poindexter was put what? on trial. He fired his legal team and represented himself. He was convicted. The investigation led to video of more victims on Poindexter's computer and resulted in his second trial, which ended today. Jurors convicted Poindexter of sexual assaults against four more young men. Honestly discussed. Um, to know that someone of that age would try to befriend um, young adults and see that he would he would be preying on them. Today, police and prosecutors made this startling revelation. You may be a victim of Mr. Poindexter if you frequented or uh, were in his company, found yourself at his home as many of these other individuals did. The prosecutors warned that Joey Poindexter cruised bars from coast to coast, that the hard drive they seized from his computer shows that there are at least 12 more victims. And they warn, if you wonder, if you may be a victim, you should contact the Montgomery County Police Special Victims Unit. In Montgomery County, Chris Gordon, News 4. Oh, oh my. Yeah. That was a... Definitely a game of beer pong you did not want to play. Mm -hmm. uh, so guess the race of Joey Poindexter, beer pong rapist, uh, raping men, uh, young men who played beer pong with him, um, uh, pulling that riffraff on him. Uh, he had a legal team and not a public defender. White. <laughs> <laughs> beer pong, white, whitey McWhitey. Beer pong, gotta be white. Bill Cosby made him comfortable with colors and rape oh my <laughs> brown eye bandit white white frat bro who lo looks up to Kazi for inspiration white darren shopper college roommate black says lex lex going off the board here that name white butt chugger white king of beers white inspired by bill Cosby. white poindexter is white the correct answer is and all of you got it wrong except lex is black Lex, all for you, buddy. I'm, that was so good. Uh, I think you should get the um, golf clap. <laughs> Dog, do what? Like some white shit, dog. By the way, the, the going from coast to coast. Here's here's the clue on how he got it. Here's the clue on on why you know he was black. 
because he kept getting away with it nobody was even suspecting it was him it's like a nigga not gonna play beer pong and rape me that don't even make sense nope I'm like uh actually well actually <laughs> they, they we do all right bonus round florida a man 25 list drug dealer as his occupation on an arrest report after being caught selling heroin <laughs> on the streets of florida how do you make your money Drug dealer. What's your occupation? Drug dealer. He he was asked to list his occupation on an arrest report. So the suspect, Robert Phillips, who was facing multiple drug charges, wrote drug dealer. The 25-year-old whose answer left police bemused was arrested after allegedly cut in front of an unmarked sheriff's <laughs> car and nearly cra- caused a crash on West Palm Beach, Florida on Tuesday. Following the incident, the detective who was driving the car performed a records check on Phillips' Hyundai and Hyundai and realized it was stolen. He then tracked the suspect to 10th Avenue North. After pulling up um, on the street, the detective watched as Phyllis engaged in a hand-to-hand drug transaction involving heroin. He then alerted his colleagues who arrived in the marked cars. Phillips, who realized he had been caught out, fled the scene at high speed before pulling into the parking lot and running into an art store in uh, a different on a different street. Once inside the store, he reportedly crashed into a female customer, knocking her to the ground. At the same time, the suspect dropped a loaded handgun. Damn, this is right out of a children's story. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, Phyllis then ran out the back um, of the store, and uh, someone pulled out a spanking shotgun, uh, where deputies were poised to arrest him. After detaining him, they carried out a search and found he was carrying 22 grams of heroin, and $2,316 in cash. Goddamn. A later search of the stolen Hyundai uh, that Phyllis had been driving reportedly produced 5.3 grams of crack cocaine, Ooh. as well as a drug scale and hypodermic needles. Well, he told you what his uh, occupation was. Phyllis is facing a number of charges, including three counts of resisting arrest with violence, two counts of possession of drug equipment, and one count of heroin tracking. trafficking. I'm sorry. He is also charged with possession of a weapon or ammunition by a career criminal, possession of cocaine with intent to sell, committing a first-degree felony with a weapon, fleeing and eluding law enforcement at high speed, striking a police animal battery, and driving with a suspended license. According to his arrest report, Phillips has been arrested more than a dozen times in Palm Beach County, seven times on felony counts. He served nearly nine months in prison from 2011 to 2012, and the suspect remains in jail on $242,000 bond. Guess the race, chat room. Ooh, that was a lot of charges. I'm out of breath. Run, Ricky, run. That's not a race. Uh, in honor of African American History Month, he is Negro, says William. <laughs> rolls all in my neck. Rolls all in my chest. Rolls all in my back. I love slang because I'm black, says Tijizi. Oh, One who was pointed out to Anthony Mackey's nephew, black urban pharmacist. Street pharmacist, black. Drug dealer sounds better than career criminal. Black. The correct answer is... Uh, negus, negus, negus. And I'm going to say white says recognize taste. The correct answer is black. He is a black man. Oh, yes, he is. And my uh, brows. Yeah, one person missed it. What, Karen? His hair look like you ought to you you gonna dump him and mop the floor with it. Yeah, I love when it when one of one of the guesses 
one of the stories throws the whole chat room off and then someone tries to go outside the board and like that was obviously a nigga story and it was like the white i want to get one right <laughs> uh i don't know i can't trust you no more rod <laughs> i know you you keep tricking me <laughs> Sword ratchet in disguise. And that's how you die. Um, all right. A sword wielding molester slashes one before cops bring him down. When locals looked oh. around, uh when locals took on three perverts who ran away. <laughs> perverts kicking it together now. In a, in a group of samurai they going out of the teams of three what's happening the third decided to stand his ground a sword in each hand a vigilant ah! crowd yeah i know a vigilant crowd I have a question yes go ahead were they molesting with the swords how would i know okay i have to read the article like you okay because i'm confused all right detective a vigilant crowd in thames carsawardali neighborhood on Friday afternoon, intervened and stopped three men from molesting a girl on her way home from school. While two of the molesters managed to flee the spot, the third arm with two swords was locked in a fierce standoff with the crowd and the cops for nearly 40 minutes before he was overpowered. The sword-welding molester, identified by the cops as Jasbir Singh, 25, later led them to the other two accused, Avtar Singh and Majalik. Majal Jeet Singh. Of course, there's no loyalty among molesters. One, by the way, 25 was the first dude. 27 was the other dude. 38 is the other guy. Ooh. All three have been arrested under stringent protection of children from sexual offenses act. One person suffered a gash to his head as Jasbir went all around the neighborhood thrusting and slashing with two swords. He got hold of when he entered the Gurudara. What? Gurudara. Uh, while being chased by the crowd. The entire drama recorded by several people on their mobile phones unfolded on a busy street soon after Jasbir Avtar and Mangjal Jeet blocked the way of the 13-year-old girl and began touching her. The girl's scream caught the attention of people around as soon as a small crowd gathered. Sensing trouble, Avtar and Mangjal Jeet ran away. Jasbir, too, tried to escape but was chased by the crowd. As the crowd grew bigger and tempers rose, Jasbir entered the gurudwara whatever that means gurudwara and emerged from there holding two swords and began attacking people oh shit to as, the store the swords huh yeah as he swung the swords wildly he cha- he caught one man in the head then is this is when panic set in and people start calling to calling the cops a police party arrived and the scene within minutes but jasbir continued to swing the swords menacingly eventually while on set uh while on set of cops engaged him in talks the other grabbed him or one set of cops okay the other grabbed him from behind and pinned him down jasmine was taken to the police station placed under arrest his two associates with two were picked up soon after uh the trio has been charged with assaulting and causing grievous industry injury uh our first aim was to recover the weapon as he was quite violent and capable of hurting more people but we got good support from the local people and managed to first corner him and then take him down Cole Want Singh, a member of the United Sikhs of Humanity, uh, a group of 300 community members that organizes events in Gurdwaras and 
uh, I mean, Guru Dwaras and condemned the inc- he condemned the incident. Whatever is wrong is wrong. This particular incident has no connection with any community or religion. In our community, weapons are allowed to be used for self-protection or to help someone in trouble. These weapons should not be misused like this. Uh, we are allowed to use weapons only to protect someone, mainly wi- women. He said, adding that if anyone used a weapon to harm someone for no reason, community members will not take it lightly. Apparently so. Whew. Right. Not up for your bullshit. Tweakedaudio.com, code TBGWT. Uh-huh. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 530-ish. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.